0: In this episode of the Digital Marketing Creators Podcast, we are going to discuss the pros and cons of content creation for personal brands. You might want to check this podcast episode out because it's helpful. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Creators Podcast, where we help creators and entrepreneurs just like you magnify your brand message through digital marketing tips and strategies. And now your host, Andre Vaughn. Your personal brand is so important and everyone should have an online presence leading the way for their personal brand. There are so many creators and entrepreneurs who want to grow by generating more leads and sales for the products and services. Right now, for a limited amount of people, we're offering personal brand coaching for creators and entrepreneurs, also consulting for anyone with an organization, but you have to apply at digital com forward slash apply. I'm going to tell you right now hey, this isn't for everyone or every organization, but it's for someone. Coaching and consulting apply right now so that. We can see if you are a good fit at digitalmarketingcreators.com forward slash apply. That's digitalmarketingcreators.com forward slash apply. Let's see if we can help you with your personal brand or help your business generate more leads and sales. Content creation is becoming so important when you are building a personal brand. The reason For that is because you want people to know who you are and what you do and how you can help them. You want to create content, whether it's on the audio side, like here, the video side here, or you see those fingers people read. So you want to write or I guess I should do if I don't do a little thingy with my fingers. I can show you the pen. You have to remember or just think of it from those three perspectives. Think of how people communicate. They read, they watch via video and audio. Just keep it as simple as that. Don't overthink it whatsoever. So content creation for personal brands in this digital age for a lot of people is so important and it'll keep you a step ahead of the person maybe in your industry that's not doing it. I don't know too many people that's in your industry that's not creating content, but I'm sure there's some, there's a lot of little micro niches or what have you that people are not creating content in. But even with competition or not, I still believe my, in my personal opinion that you should be creating content. In this episode, we're going to talk about the pros and cons and the way I'm going to break it down is the pros of content creation for personal brands. I'm going to list out eight pros of content creation, eight. Cons, they're going to be different in terms of uh, what we're going to talk about for the pros and what we're going to talk about for the cons. Brand building, the pros, I'm going to give you the pros of that. Well, this is, like I said, the pros of content creation. But in terms of brand building, content creation is a powerful tool for building and shaping your personal brand allows you to communicate your values, your expertise, and your personality to your audience, helping to establish a strong <laughs> and authentic brand identity. That's, that's one of the pros. And it, it's really self-explanatory. You definitely have to be authentic and you want to show your personality. Um, you'll see me in these episodes. Episodes. I can't talk today. These episodes showing my personality. You'll also see me fumble over words like I just did and like I've done about twice since we started, and I'll just keep going. And you should do the same brand building. So that's a pro of content creation. Another pro is audience engagement. Creating regular content keeps your audience engaged, it encourages interactions, comments, and sharing, fostering a sense of community around your brand. So you wanna make sure like this episode, you know, I may encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. If you're watching it on the YouTube side or if you're listening on the audio on the podcast side, I would encourage you that you subscribe. And so that's engagement. And people are gonna people are gonna do that. Some of them are gonna do it may mainly people are going to do it naturally, but then depending on the topic that you're talking about, that's what you want them to do. So that's a pro audience engagement. You want your audience to engage you want them to talk about the subject matter that that or give input on the subject matter that you're talking about another pro is establishing authority content creation provides a platform to showcase your expertise in a particular niche consistently producing valuable and insightful content helps to position you as an authority in your field and Especially if you, what's what's cool about that is if you're new, if it's a new field, let's say if it's something in, if it's something in AI, like AI is a hot topic, AI is, and I'm sure we'll be doing some episodes on artificial intelligence. If you are an expert in AI, maybe a micro niche in AI, maybe it's, I don't know, blogging software, AI software for blogging, you want to create content in that particular niche. Because it's gonna establish you as a thought leader in that particular industry. And that's a pro. And even if it's not a new niche, if it's something, you know, whatever it is that that you are passionate about, you wanna create content because the more content you put out and however consistent that you are with that content, people are gonna look at you as the authority figure. Now, you're not gonna capture everybody and you don't want everybody, you just want the people. That engage with your content, the people that show up day to daily or week after week, depending on what type of content you put out. You want those people right there. And so the fourth pro is networking opportunities. That's a real big thing. Content creation by creating content, it can open up doors to these networking opportunities. Sharing your content on social media platforms and engaging with your audience can lead to connections with like minded individuals and potential collaborators. And that's how you can grow in your space. You kind of want to look at people, not as competition, even though that's kind of a natural thing, but maybe it's something that, you know, I gave the AI example. Maybe it's another, let's say you, you have a podcast about AI blogging using AI software. You probably want to link up with somebody that does AI in a different industry or AI in the same industry in the same niche, but a different sub niche, or what have you, so, and they might have an audience bigger than yours or vice versa, or what have you, and you all can help each other grow your platforms that way. So that's definitely a pro networking opportunity. So don't think of networking like just from a LinkedIn perspective, even though LinkedIn is awesome. Just kind of look at it as, you know, potential collaborators, like I said, and like-minded individuals, where you all can showcase your talent to each other audiences well, and then a lot of those a lot of those networking opportunities they can become something way bigger than just content they can become something like link up and I don't know make a program together or I'm sorry make a course or something together There's a lot of opportunities in networking. The fifth pro I have is the monetization potential. The pros, successful content creation can be monetized through various channels such as sponsor content, affiliate marketing, or even creating and selling your own products and services. So just kind of spoke about that there at the end. The sixth pro that I have down, learning and growth. The process of creating content often involves research, self-reflection, and acquiring new skills. This continuous learning can contribute to personal and professional growth, learning and growth. You always want to be learning. You always want to keep learning. You don't never want to just sit down on your laurels because if something changes in that industry and you're not ahead of it, then that could be a real, real problem for your business. Visibility and reach is the seventh pro. Creating shareable content can significantly increase your visibility. The potential potential of your content to go viral or be shared by influential figures can extend your reach far beyond your immediate network. And that's the power of social media. When you create content, you never know who's watching. It may be somebody that's watching just with a gigantic audience and they share your stuff out and boom, you get that one big break. So you have to, that's why consistency is key because you, you never know who's watching. It can give you, like I said, visibility and reach. The eighth, this it's gonna be the last pro, then we're gonna go on to the cons after this one. Feedback and improvement. Feedback can be valuable for understanding what works and what doesn't, enabling continuous improvement. This is where, this is where some people are, are, are gonna this is gonna make or break some people, and here's why. Feedback and improvement, this area, it may make or break some people because they're gonna run into what they're going to deem as haters. There are some haters out there, but everybody's not a hater. You're going to run into that. Now, it's going to be up to you whether or not to or to learn how to deal with that. You're going to get criticism no matter what you do. I don't care who you are, where you come from, what you look like. You are going to get reamed by somebody. Somebody's going to challenge you. Somebody's going to do it in a professional way. Somebody's going to be nasty about it and everything in between. It is what it is. So you just have to deal with it. A lot of that feedback can help you improve. It can help you improve creating that content. It can help you improve on teaching a particular subject matter better. Feedback and improvement is the last pro and it's something that you definitely need to pay attention to. Quick break in the episode, I wanted to talk about a resource page that I put together with a lot of helpful things on there. It's something much different than the show notes. So it has things such as our eBooks, audiobooks, and a whole bunch of other resources with affiliate links and things like that. So make sure you check that out at digitalmarketingcreators.com forward slash resources. That's digitalmarketingcreators.com forward slash resources. Check it out. Back to the show. The cons of content creation when you're dealing with personal brands. I have eight of those also. The first one that I have is time consuming. The con of time consuming is consistently creating high quality content. It can be time consuming. Balancing the content creation with other aspects of your life or work can be challenging. This is where we talk about work-life balance and so on and so forth. Where you have to find what works for you. We all are all of us are different. So no matter what or how you theme this content creation thing go about it in terms of how it works for you in terms of your time so if you are if you have a family you're gonna need to know the times that you can work and you can put out content if you have a if you have a dog every now and then you might hear bark I don't have dogs but you might hear my neighbors dogs barking and they probably bark I can't get mad at them at all while I'm recording and barking because I feed them so I give them snacks all the time so there's two nice pit bulls. I love those dogs. So I actually buy them snacks all the time and feed them. So that's probably why they. you might hear them occasionally on either these episodes or know your, your, know your balance. Know where's where a healthy balance? What time should you be recording? What day should you be recording? What day should you be writing? And so on and so forth. So time consuming, that's it. That's, a con of content creation. It could be time consuming. Another thing, the pressure to perform, the pressure to consistently produce content can lead to burnout. Yes, you can get burnt out. The fear of not meeting audience expectations can be stressful. That can be the case too, especially once you start growing. So the pressure to perform, I feel it from time to time. And I have to get out of my own head when when it happens and just make sure that I stay consistent, I stay consistent. I haven't been as consistent as I want to be, but I want to stay consistent. I want to practice what I preach, not just to give you all great content, but I want to do that for me as well. Negative feedback is another con. I spoke about this. Content creators exposed to both positive and negative feedback. Dealing with criticism and negative comments can be emotionally challenging the one thing that i that i wanted to say about this is even though i I already spoke about it pretty much on the positive side you kind of want to take the positive with the negative as well you all are familiar with gary vaynerchuk he always says and 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 i know where he got the comment from he always says don't get high on your own supply he got that from the movie scarface obviously and basically what he's saying is through those positive comments you don't want to get too much into into those thank you i appreciate it how can i help you you don't want to get down on yourself on the negative feedback can't do anything about that control what you can control but have that kind of have that level levelness about it algorithm changes that's a kind as well yep algorithm all the social platforms they're going to change their algorithms no matter what you say this is just what they do they have to do it they have to do it because the space grows, the social media space grows in in terms of them on their business side and how they deal and operate with users. Platforms often update their algorithms affecting the visibility of your content. This can lead to fluctuations in reach and engagement impacting the consistency of your brand presence. So you can only control what you can control, but it can be a con in terms of content creation. You can't do anything about it. If you have like just the basics down, in terms of social media, like when you finish, when you finish making a episode about something, or if you've written something and you share that out, don't just share your content. So make sure you're doing things such as engaging yourself on different accounts, sharing, commenting on different accounts. Don't just share. If you do that, you'll be fine. Don't just share your work because if you just share your work, it's not going to be favorable to the algorithm. The other kind is oversaturation. In some niches, this happens. Standing out in a crowded space can be difficult, requiring innovative and unique approaches. In some areas, some niches, they're just gonna be oversaturated. So just try to find something not only that you're comfortable with, something that you're passionate about. The way I look at oversaturation is it's okay. You know, it all depends on what maybe you can. The the thing with oversaturation, oversaturation, you just need to make sure you have a spin on whatever it is that you are passionate about, whatever it is that you want to teach, whatever it is that you want to share to the world. Have your own spin to it. And if you can have your own spin to it and be unique, you'll be just fine. It's privacy concerns. Personal brands often involve sharing personal details. This can raise privacy concerns and there is a fine line between authenticity and oversharing. So you... Kind of want to watch that as well. Know what to share. If you're not per- if you're not comfortable with sharing certain type of information, just don't. I'm a big family guy. I may share something. I may not. It's not going to be too detailed because I'm going to protect my family at all costs. Be cognitive about what you share. Quick break in the episode. I wanted to talk about a resource page that I put together with a lot of helpful things on there. It's something much different. Then the show notes. So it has things such as our ebooks, audiobooks, and a whole bunch of other resources with affiliate links and things like that. So make sure you check that out at digital com forward slash resources. That's digital com forward slash resources. Check it out. Back to the show. Dependency on platforms. This is a this is a big one. Relying heavily on third-party platforms means you're subject to their rules and algorithms. Changes in policy can impact your content strategy and reach. This is where in terms of how you put out or what type of content you put out. This is where I'm real heavy in on you owning and controlling your content. And I'll give you an example. If you are a blogger, I always encourage people to use a WordPress platform, not WordPress.com, WordPress.org. Now, how do you do that? You're going to. You have to make sure you purchase hosting because it's a self-hosted site. And once you purchase hosting, even before the hosting, purchase your domain name and then purchase your host, build out the site that way and upload your content. That way you control the content. It's your content. You own it. Now, with a platform like Facebook, we don't own anything. If you are collecting emails, let's say if you build a platform and something happens, but your email list has like 10,000 people on your email list, that's your list. You can let those people know, hey, this happened, that happened. You control that. So that's very important. Don't be too over dependent on certain platforms that you share your content out to. The last thing we're going to discuss discuss is quality versus quantity. The quality versus quantity dilemma. The demand for consistent content may lead to a focus on quantity over quality. Striking the right balance is crucial to maintaining audience interest. And, you know, you can that's something you can you have to find that Happy medium between the two between quality content between how much content you want to put out and the feedback on whatever platforms that you are putting out your content on they're gonna let you know when people see your stuff and they're leaving comments and and all of that stuff they're gonna let you know they will let you know that's why you need to engage with whatever i don't care if it's one person commenting engage with that particular person but Once you get enough people, they're going to kind of let you know what's good and what isn't good and and what have you. And remember, you're making content for them. You're making it for yourself, but you're making really making it for them. I would say your content is going to be 90 plus percent, 95 percent for someone else, not for you, for you. Content creation for personal brands offer numerous benefits. It's essential to navigate the challenges effectively to build a sustainable and successful online presence so yeah we just wanted to just want to make something real quick on the on the pros and cons of content creation how i really want you all to look at it like i said from the very beginning don't overcomplicate it because you're gonna make content in terms of how people communicate how an audience communicates it's really not not that hard just just keep it simplified thanks for watching thanks for listening to this episode make sure you all if you're on the youtube side like comment share all of that good stuff subscribe make sure you subscribe to the podcast the digital marketing creators podcast uh thanks for watching thanks for listening appreciate you all and we'll see you in the next episode Thank- thanks for listening to the digital marketing creators podcast at www.digitalmarketingcreators.com